Baseline takes it right at Holmgren, and guess what? Denied. It is go time. It is go time time. It is go no go lock and low and love him and leave him smoke him if you got him. See you want to see him? See on the other side. Time time. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Hour three, T Row in the morning show. Boy, that was well timed, wasn't it? Toby Perfect. and TJ back with you on this Wednesday, July six. We're brought to you every day. By our friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment, two locations, one in Goldsby and one in Newcastle. They got it all. The Bad Boy Mowers. I'm going to fire up the Bad Boy Maverick either today or tomorrow. Take that for a spin. They've got the CF Motos. Uh, they've got the new uh, awesome golf carts there, by the way. You guys got to check these things out. See, uh, Extreme Outdoor Equipment, that's the place to be. Uh, thanks to Parker Thune for joining us last hour. I got us all caught up on the recruiting world. Sounds like a big announcement coming today that hopefully will go Oklahoma's way. We'll see a big uh, wide receiver that's going to be committing today. And then the month of July going to be worth paying attention as a whole bunch of good decisions are going to be made that could or may not involve the Sooners. Uh, we shall see. We shall see. A lot going on out there in the world. Hey, by the way, before we get into our next thing, uh, how about your kid getting up at 5.45 in the morning to go fishing? I have to make you proud. He loves it, man. He's obsessed with it. Went and uh, got up and went and hopped on uh, the M-Turns dad's boat, and they were gone for four, four and a half hours fishing. So he fished every single day we were out there. Quite a haul. He did. He did great. So we were glad. We were hoping he didn't get out Catch there. Catch and, and release, or did you cook any of that up? So... They released all of that, but then he caught two catfish a couple of days ago. Uh, he caught fish all weekend long, uh, hours. He would just spend hours just fishing while we were out in the cove and stuff. He caught a couple, and uh, Tony, another guy out there, taught him how to fillet his catfish. I guess that was Monday night, and then I cooked those for him last night once we got home. So he had his cat. He ate his own catfish. Is that, that he had the picture I night. saw with with him and a strange man with a knife? Yes, that was the electric knife yeah. filleting his catfish. Yeah, yeah. Boy, there was so. some troubling photography coming out of the Perry weekend with uh, <laughs> children holding fireworks and strange men with knives, and it was. <laughs> why is why is he a strange man? Is it just because you don't know him? Like we we've yeah, known him know for him. many years, so I don't know who he is. It's okay. strange to me. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of strange. I'll give you that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, has no, there he, ever been a, a match more made in heaven than Skip Johnson and Bronx Perry? I mean, come on. 
Those two were meant to be together. Oh, well, if he continues to develop in that sport, then yes, he may have trouble, you know, fighting Bronx off from the uh, the fishing team there at OU, but uh, maybe he could be a two-sport star. I'm a little worried that Bronx is spending too much time on the lake. Why is that? And not well, He needs to be focusing more on his baseball career, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, Other maybe guys that are out there happens. getting better right now, you know? Uh, that, right, Other guys true, are out there getting true. better. He's just expanding himself in many different areas, you know? You know, I mean, that says something. Like, kids don't like to get up at 545 in the morning, Teach. Adults don't like to get up at 545 in the morning. But for no. a kid to w- willingly, eagerly get out of bed at that time of day means he's doing something he loves. Oh, he loves it. So that's super, super cool. Like I said, they got they got back uh, 1030 or so, 11, close to 11. We ate some, uh, well, at that point, a late breakfast. And then we loaded up the boat. We went out, and he went right back at it. Kept fishing two, four, three, four more hours. I don't know how long it was. Loves it. Do you frequently pawn your kid off on other people so you can have alone time, or was that um, like a one-time Corey exception? Corey asked. Okay. Corey asked. He said, hey. He texts me. says, hey, I'm going fishing in the morning. It's my birthday. I'd like Bronx to go with me. Because him and Bronx had talked about it before. They just never had done it. And uh, I said, Bronx, Corey's going fishing in the morning. You want to go? He said, what time? said, he's going to pick you up about 6, maybe a little before. All right. Yep, I'll go. And off they went. My dad loves me. Um, I think he's very proud of me. He listens to all the games. I don't doubt at all that that he loves me. We're best of friends. Mm-hmm. But I did let him down in a couple of ways in my life. One is in the world of fishing. My dad he really loves, loves fish. fishing. Yeah, and I just never took to it. I, my my I, brother Skip loves it, but. I just, like, he got a, a little boat, like a, just a little fishing boat when I was a kid that we would take out on a pond there in Indiana. And, mm-hmm. you know, I would do it. I just didn't love it. Like, you know, like I love, I would get up early to go golfing. If he told me we have the first tee time to go golfing, I would eagerly wake up. But fishing, I was like, mm, it's a lot of work, man. I'm going to. I gotta bait the hook. Uh, I gotta get it, you know. Then I might sit there for an hour. And I just never took to it. And the and the other was cars. Like my dad, I've talked about this before. He could take apart and put together a car with his bare hands. He knows everything about every car that was ever built. I've never changed my own oil, Teach. <laughs> well, you and I are the same you know, with both of those. I'm so. a disappointment in both in a couple of ways to my father, and I know it. And Dad, on the public airwaves, I'd like to apologize to you for being a disappointment. <laughs> well, if your dad ever needs a fishing buddy, uh, tell him to your call son Bronx. would love Bronx. I mean, my dad would love Bronx Perry. <laughs> right? They would get along great. They would. They would. Um, no, it's amazing. Like the uh, older guys out there that see his love for it and everything. It's like uh, they they help him with all kinds of things. Teach him tricks. Teach him about different hooks, baits. I mean, you name it, he knows it all. Filleting stuff like Tony was teaching him the other night. I mean, he's obsessed with all of it. Loves it. Absolutely loves it. So just to recap, after you uh, have your son shoot off explosive fireworks, Mm -hmm. 
the next morning you send him out with strange men on boats to go fishing. <laughs> Again, I know Corey. Known him for a long time. No. Not a strange man to yeah. me. You know the M turn. I don't know what day of week it is. I don't know the M turn's yeah. dad at all. Is it my day? I don't know. Actually, is I do a little bit. I don't something. know. I've never been fishing with him, though. Right. Well, I haven't been fishing with him. I don't know if I can trust him on a lake. Shut your mouth. It all feels the same. It all feels the same. I don't know what to do. So just eat some snacks, get real fat, and stay in my room. Stay sharp over the weekend with your uh, OTDs? Do you have Katie quiz you every once in a while? Uh, Several hours a day. Yeah. The entire time Bronx fish, she quizzed me on uh, dates. I got four regulation and one bonus for you today, okay? And I fully expect you to go five for five today. That's Ooh, my expectation. Even the bonus, huh? Yeah. Here we go. All right. I expect you to do this. Here we go. Four regulation and uh, one bonus today. Let's start here. On um, July 3rd, that happened while we were gone. July 3rd, what year did Back to the Future come out? That would have been... 80, 84, 85. I'll be in the three-year window. I'll say 1984, final answer. Holy mackerel! 1985, sharpen it up a little bit, but that's good enough. Um, you got to right be within there. a three-year window. Yeah. I'm sharpen it up. Just focus a little bit here. That's a correct answer. Back to the Future came out July 3, 1985. All right. Here we go. Question number two. On this date, what year? This date, July 6th, what year did Forrest Gump premiere? I always have to be honest. I've already seen this this morning, so we don't have to count it as a point or anything because I had already seen it scroll across something on Twitter or something. 1994, final answer. That's the button that says uh, you've been. Yeah. No, it's okay. 1994. Just wanted to be right. honest. Exactly Just wanted right. to be honest. Thank you very much for your honesty. All right, here we go. Question number three. Let's see if you've seen this one or not. That's the only thing. On July fifth, what year? July fifth, what year? Did the very popular television series Seinfeld debut? Seinfeld debut. What a weird time to debut, huh? July fifth. That shows you what they thought about this show. That is weird. So it was like a summertime thing that they gave a run to. I just said it debuted on July 5th, TJ. I'll say 87? No, I would have been a little later than that. Take your time. Take your time. You're going a little fast right now. I need you to slow down and take your time and focus. I'm going to say 1988 final answer. Mm, I don't, yeah, it wasn't in the 90s. Oh, baby, what a shot! 1989, July 5, 1989, the pilot episode of the Seinfeld Chronicles first aired on NBC. Huh. How about that? I didn't know, yeah, I learned something today. I didn't know that was a summertime release. Yeah, I don't think they were, you know, they always say that they didn't like it very much the first couple of years. All right, three for three. You got one more regulation. Now, this one is very important, TJ, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. This one means a lot to me. Oh, no. 
<laughs> this will be the one I miss. On July 4th, what year was the ratification of the Declaration of Independence? 1776, final answer. Yes! Yes! You did it, man! You did it! See, kids, what you can accomplish if you work hard and stay after something. You gotta stay after it, kids. Oh, man. I almost texted you on the 4th of July or almost tweeted at you. And I'm like, no, we're going to save it for the show. Save it for the show. Oh, I'm so, my heart is so happy right now. All right, so that's a 4-0 romp through regulation. Yes. You're now 78-3 and on the year, and here's your bonus. You ready for your bonus? All right. All right. Uh, the bonus can only help you, cannot hurt you. Uh, you can erase one of your three misses if you pick up this bonus question today. Uh, on this date, July 6th, what year were John Lennon and Paul McCartney first introduced? Oh, gosh. The way you made it sound was it, it was, was at an a, easy bonus. I don't know what I had no idea. It was at a Quarryman performance. Quarryman was the name of John Lennon's rock band that he was playing in when he met Paul McCartney. TJ, they would later go on to form their own band. I would say it has to and be they in called the, it the Beatles. Fifties, I would guess. First time Paul McCartney and John Lennon ever shook hands, somebody introduced him, said, hey, this guy plays music. Hey, this guy plays music. Maybe you guys should get together sometime and become the most famous band of all time. Um, I would guess it had to be the 50s. I think my best shot here is to go right directly in the middle and get the swing on both sides. So I'll go with that. I'll go... Let me wait. Yeah, I wouldn't. They would have had to have met before the sixties, I think. Nineteen fifty-five. Final answer. Holy mackerel! Atta boy, atta boy. See, at first you got to just slow down and think your way through it. Nineteen fifty-seven. Okay. John Lennon right. and Paul McCartney introduced at a Quarryman performance, and they would go on to form. The Beatles. That is a perfect run through OTD what today. What a day! We add the bonus, and it makes you seventy-eight and two now what on the year. How you Back feel? to the Future, Forrest Gump, Declaration of Independence. What a day! Seinfeld. Man, what a weekend! Yeah, Seinfeld. The Beatles. Yeah, and it's a that's a day. Eight eighteen in the morning. We'll take a break. You can text the show Air Comfort Solutions text line four zero five six five one three four three nine. You're listening to the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. We're back on the ref. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by RK Black Scanner, document management, network solutions, fax printers, copiers. They do it all for your uh, medium and small size business. Right here in Oklahoma or in Kansas. Been in business since 1952. rkblack.com, 405-943-9800. Air Comfort Solutions text line. 
Let's see here. I got a big announcement coming next segment, by the way. Ooh. Landers Auto Group, Old Trapper's Beef Jerky, Bad Boy Motors, now Fancy Outdoor Griddles. How soon till Toby has a NASCAR-looking sponsor shirt for game day? I've been trying to get that for years. I've, uh, You know, we got that in-booth camera uh-huh. now for football games. I told him I'll wear patches all over my body. I paid for the griddle, though, in the middle of uh, that list of things. I did not get a free griddle. And I have not seen any beef jerky arrive yet. I've just been told there may be some in the future. But, yeah, I'm more than willing to wear patches all over my shirt while I broadcast a game. Uh, this one's saying... Uh, trans- we got Love's Travel stops in there, by the way. That's true. That's true. Uh, Chestnut will transfer to the WWE. Didn't you guys see that headlock? That's what... He's going to enter the portal. Oh, that's a good there. Surely uh, he's been in wrestling at some point, right? I think he's been involved with an event before, a pay-per-view event, if I remember correctly. So, I think so. Um... What does it say? I hear promos for the Cardinals run on the roof. I think that's supposed to be the ref. Find a Cubs fan, <laughs> but I might listen to them if they were playing the Cardinals anyway. I hear the promos, but I never hear any of the games, or I never hear promos of an actual game. Is this just a requirement? So if you're okay, it goes on and on from there. So if you're listening to a ninety-four-seven, something on the roof. Yeah, if you're listening to ninety-four-seven or our other affiliates around the state. They won't carry the Cardinals. If you're listening to us here in Norman, you can hear it here, but you can't stream it on our app because we're not allowed to stream MLB games. So that's all very this confusing. Network thing has been very hard for some people to figure out. It is. It is. Yeah. We're on. We're on multiple stations at once right now. Many stations across the state. One of them is 94.7 in Oklahoma City. One of them is the Buzz in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. One of them is in Norman and others. So sometimes I'll have people text me and say, hey, man, this is going on right now. You might want to. I'm like, where are you listening? Because that I don't. It happens at football games. Football games will have like 36 different networks plus streaming plus satellite plus, you know. And somebody will say, hey, man, you might want to know that this is happening. Right. going to need you to clarify a little bit. Like, what are you listening to me on right now? So, yeah, that's. Uh, it gets confusing. It gets confusing. We do play Cardinals games. Yes. Last night, all weekend. 1,400 a.m. 1,400 a.m. That's right. Uh, I would go out on a limb and say Caleb wasn't notified. I'm against it. For the record, I'm against it. But we do play Cardinals games on the route. Yes. Um, I would go out on a limb and say Caleb wasn't notified that USC will be changing conferences. How is he going to be able to shop or go to the beach on the road now? Maybe he'll expand his shopping into Michigan, Ohio, and other areas. Because um, in Oklahoma, you weren't able to go out and shop, really. You weren't able to go out and you know go to the beach or anything like that. It was just kind of planes, like actual planes, not yeah. the flying ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Vandy and others could make a commitment to get better. They just don't. That's <laughs> what this texture says. That's true. They have won some baseball national championships. Well, some of those that we've mentioned throughout the day are relevant in other sports, yes. Mississippi State just won a baseball national championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I think that, like Kansas, for Kansas is the best example, right? Kansas is maybe the worst football program in America, but I would be surprised if the Big Ten isn't looking into adding Kansas. At least contemplating it 
because of the prowess of the basketball program. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. while this is overwhelmingly football related, not entirely. I mean, there, there is some cachet that is brought to the conference in other sports from some of these schools. Like the SEC is a giant baseball. We just saw how much baseball means to the SEC teach. We just saw it. The entire state of Mississippi. By thousands, yeah. Saw drove by thousands. 11 hours. Mm-hmm. So they're not embarrassed. They're not as embarrassed by Vanderbilt and Mississippi State as maybe we would be because all we think about is football around here. Like, baseball's a really big deal to them. Last one here is asking, did he have to set an alarm? Um, Dad set an alarm for him. And, <laughs> but I, there was no – he's typically a kid you do not wake. Uh, that was, uh, hey, it's time to get up. Boom. He was up and dressed in like a split second, so it was not a You don't wake him because he'll attempt. bite your head off? Uh, yes, yes. He was not the how most that pleasant. How go? It's not the most pleasant kid in the morning. Does he just, does he just growl at you, or uh, how does that normally go? Um, growl, dirty face, roll over and pull covers over his head. Yeah, I don't deal with it as much, obviously, being here, especially during school and stuff as Katie, but weekends, if we have to get up, he's not the most pleasant. But you take him fishing. It's up with a smile on his face. By the way, thank God the trash truck is outside right now picking up our trash because uh, – we were out of town for two straight Sundays. My family came to Omaha, and uh, and then we had the 4th of July. I got more trash at my house right now than you know what to do with. Um, my dad has texted me, by the way, TJ. After did, You know my on-air apology? Yes. He's the, still proud uh, of you? Segment. Well, let's see. He says, son. That's me. After years, I have overcome the disappointment of you not being a world-class mechanic. I'm still working on the disappointment of not wanting to fish. At least you fell in love with sports. That's made up for any disappointment. Have a great day. (laughs) Made up for my disappointment. (laughs) It is strange with you because it seems like your kind of thing. Fishing? Fishing, just doing nothing but sitting on a uh, bank or a boat and a glass of lemonade and just sitting there, you know, waiting to see if there's a bite. Okay, you're right. You're you're 100% right. That part of it is appealing to me. I think I'm just not any good at it. Like, I think I tried when I was a kid and wanted to like it, and I just stink, and my brother was so good at it that it probably drove me in another direction. That's like, probably, that's like, probably right, the, it, yeah. You know what? I'll just go into something else. Because, like, he he had all the lures, the magazines, the uh, – he could catch anything. Like, we'd go out fishing. We'd be gone all day. I wouldn't catch a thing. He'd catch 12 fish, you know, <laughs> and two loaves. <laughs> a little uh, biblical humor I mixed in there. See you there. That's just for you. <laughs> It's just for the – I guess I had too many fish. I had too many fish in there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but that's probably it. More than anything, I just wasn't good at it at a young age and decided I didn't like it. That's probably it. Because the whole being lazy in a pretty environment 
is right up my alley. I could sit in a rocking chair on a porch and stare at a mountain for five hours and be happy as a lark. In fact, I plan on doing that next week. So um, you've nailed you, you've absolutely nailed it, TJ. My whole Maybe, thing is, is it the, too uh, late for me to give it a go the second half of my life? Oh, Could no, I there are a lot of re- men that pick up fishing in their uh, senior years like you. Well, it's easy now, okay? You just you crossed a line there. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, uh, nothing. I was just I was just saying that. Yeah, it's something that you should definitely still get into. But for me too, it was uh, always the touching of the fish. I never wanted to touch or handle the fish. That kind of creeped and grossed me out. Yeah, the other thing is like I would take my kids fishing. I would take my boys fishing when they were little. But like you know, not like we wouldn't go fishing. But if we we're on vacation or something, and we were at, in Branson, hey, let's go fishing. That's because that's the thing a dad's supposed to do with their kids, you know. Right. And it was just, it's a ton of work for the dad, you know. You're constantly baiting hooks and taking off fish, and your kids are screaming. They got a hook caught somewhere. Watch out. You know, take my ear off. Watch out for your brother. Yeah, yeah, now it's all tangled up. The line's <laughs> tangled up in a tree or in the weeds. And now you got to cut the line. You got to put a new hook on the line. It's a lot of work. You're right. Not relaxing You're right. Don't take it up. It's a, oh, man. It's like owning a boat. You don't want the stress of that. Just. Sit on your rocking chair and watch the mountain. We're going to talk Big Brother next, TJ. Just briefly, we're going to talk Big Brother next because I want to. Uh, we're going to we're going to play for something tomorrow on this show. I'm going to offer up a prize tomorrow on this show, and it's related to Big Brother. And we'll talk about it next. Back after this. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, man. Sorry I'm late. I just pulled off a boss trash pickup move. The last time you heard somebody say that. Boss trash pickup move. So, we got more trash than we can fit in our trash cans. (laughs) So, he just came and picked up the trash, right? Well, we we live like, you know where we live. They got like a little, not a cul-de-sac, but kind of, you got to turn around at the end of our road. Right. So... Trash guy was down at the end of the road. He's already picked ours up. Commercial break. He's down at the end of the road. I went and grabbed more trash bags, the ones that wouldn't fit in a trash can, put them in the trash can, wheeled the trash cans to the other side of the road so that he'd get them coming back the other way. But I like, I gave him the thumbs up, like, is this okay? Like, I didn't, you know, this is an additional pickup. And he gave me the trash man thumbs up back. Like, yeah, no <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> now I'm out of breath. How about that move, huh? That is pretty good. I got good. a double that trash pickup good. out of it. Thank you. Okay. Big Brother debuts tonight. If you've listened to the show for any length of time, TJ and I love Big Brother. I think they're playing it faster, This is what I heard. Is this going to be like a shorter season or they're speeding it up or something? I hadn't heard that. So, I, I saw that. something about when the when the finale is, is, is sooner than normal or something. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. But it's uh, Big Brother 24. The, the uh, cast is out, Teach. Let's, let's introduce you to the cast, uh, and then we'll, I'll tell you what we're going to play for here. Okay. Uh, Alyssa Snyder, marketing rep from Sarasota, Florida. And feel free to comment on any of these as we go through. Amira Jones, content designer from Westminster, Maryland. Uh, Brittany Hoops, 
I like her name. Uh, she got some crazy eyes. Yeah. yeah. Hypnotherapist. <laughs> yeah. From Atlanta, currently living in Austin, by the way. Daniel Durston, a Vegas performer. That's vague. Yeah, I want to know what what, what does that mean. No. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out tonight. Indy Santos, this is a female, a flight attendant from Brazil, living in Los Angeles. Jasmine Davis is an entrepreneur in Atlanta. Joseph Abden, a lawyer in Lake Worth, Florida. Here's the guy we're all going to hate. Joe Pooch Pucciarelli. <laughs> hey, it's Pucciarelli. I'm in the house, baby. <laughs> An assistant football coach from Staten Island, New York. Living in mm-hmm. Boca Raton. Living in Boca Raton, <laughs> yeah. Pooch. This is going to be the guy tonight that's telling everybody, hey, you can call me Pooch. Yeah. Just call me Pooch. Yeah. Kyle Kapener, unemployed. From Bountiful, Utah. I like the fact that he was bold enough to just say I'm unemployed. It don't work. Just, just don't do it. You could always go. I think you can always go the entrepreneur route there, but he just said, I'm going to be honest. I'm not, I don't have a job right now. <laughs> Matt Turner Turner. I'm not sure why the Turner's in parentheses. Matt Turner. I guess everybody calls him Turner. Thrift store owner in New Bedford, Massachusetts. Long hair. Michael Bruner, an attorney. It's our second lawyer on the cast. Oh, I get it. From now. Rochester, Minnesota. Turner, Turner. He turns. He he he's a thrift store owner, so he he turns a uh, merchandise. You know, okay. selling the uh, vintage stuff. Monty Taylor, a personal trainer from Bear, Delaware. That's a cool hometown. Nicole Layog. A private chef from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She's going to be great to have in the house. Mm-hmm. Paloma Aguilar, an interior designer from San Marcos, California. Taylor Hale, female, personal stylist from West Bloomfield, Michigan. Uh, Terrence Higgins, a bus driver from Chicago. So there's your cast. How many people is that, TJ? Who, and who's the new guy in there? The new One, guy I don't think two, is on this list I'm looking at. Three. So, How many people are on the list you're looking at? Well, i got to scroll through them and count them. So let me do that. You do that. This is important. By the way, Chet Holmgren, monster last night. Monster performance by Chet Holmgren last night. It's okay to be excited, Thunder fans. It's going to be a lot of people try to rain on your parade and tell you you shouldn't be excited today. I'm that counting was a performance worthy of being excited. About. 16. I think that's usual, right? Isn't that's that usual, right? yes. So tomorrow morning, here's my plan. Tell me if you like this plan. Tomorrow morning, we're going to give 14 of our listeners the opportunity to play with you and me in this season of Big Brother. The first 14 people that call in. We're going to do this at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, okay? Okay. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. I am going to... Uh, what we're going to have, you get to draft, okay? You get to draft who you want based on tonight's show. So you're going to get to size them up tonight a little bit. Here's how it's going to work, TJ. Before we take our first caller, I am going to uh, put 16 numbers in a hat, and you and I are going to draw out a number, and that is where our draft slot is. Okay. 
So you could get the third pick, you could get the ninth pick, you could get the 13th pick, you could get the first pick, you could get the last pick based on what number's drawn out for you and for me. That will slot our slot. So when you call in, you actually get to pick among the remaining house guests who you want to be your house guest. So you got to watch, I would suggest anyway, watch the show tonight, size them up, because tomorrow you might get a say in who you want to be your house guest. Does that make sense, TJ? It makes sense. I already been looked at all their profiles and their pictures. I hate every one of them this year. Yeah, you're going to hate them all. You're going to hate the show, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> now, here's what we're playing for. The winner, whoever has the winning house guest, will get the first spotter board of the Brent Venables era. Wow. This year's season opener. Uh, who are we playing in the season opener this year, Tease? Is it UTEP? Yeah, UTEP. The OU UTEP season opener, the first, this is going to be in a historic spotter board. The first spotter board of the Brent Venables era goes to whoever has the winning house guest. So it could be, probably will be, one of our 14 listeners, TJ, but it could be you, and it could be that I'm keeping it, which I would be glad to do. So that's done tomorrow's show. Now, what do you think about this plan? Well, I like that plan, and I just got a great text, and I'll give Sean credit for it. He said, Turner and Pooch must team up this year. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is fantastic. Turner and Pooch. Uh, they have to be an alliance, right? Oh, CBS, surely you've thought about this already. By the way, and when I win this thing, um, Spotterboard will be on eBay the following morning. I'll uh, start the bidding at $6,000. <laughs> All right, so uh, you know the time. 8.05 tomorrow morning. We're not going to start taking calls before that. 8.05 tomorrow morning when we come out of that top-of-the-hour break. What is that normally, like 8.03, 8.04, mm-hmm. something yep, like right that? There. When we Open's going to play, all that kind of stuff. We'll probably play some more Chet Holmgren highlights, something like that. I don't know. But that segment is when we'll start giving the first 14 callers in. The first caller in gets to pick who they want. Watch tonight's show so you get an idea. Of, hey, I think that guy's got a shot or that girl's got a shot or whatever. And then sometime in the 7 o'clock hour, TJ, we'll have the draft for when you and I get to pick. All right? That's on tomorrow's show. Controversy, too, over the one guy that got uh... – Removed, I guess. I've well, heard different I don't know stories about this. So I've heard different stories. One, he apparently um, was pro-Trump and followed a lot of people online, and maybe some people got him canceled. But the other one is he's on this season's America's Got Talent, and so people think oh. it was just the conflict of that that he had a breach of contract with them, even that though seems more likely he may it? already be out of the show. You know, he advanced in the original round, but they, we haven't seen him since then. So they're thinking that he had some type of breach of contract with the other network in mm-hmm. that show that had to have him removed. Now, what's CBS. that guy's name? <sighs> Marvin something. Okay. Does it say there who he was replaced by? Um, I had that last night. Um, I can I can look that up and tell you on the other side here, because they had. Um, okay. Maybe I can find it pretty quick here. I just want to make sure I said the guy's name that we have. Let's uh, see here. Marvin has been replaced. <laughs> yeah. Marvin. Uh, Marvin. Joseph, a twenty. Every... 
The 24-year-old lawyer from Lake Worth, Florida, Joseph. It doesn't say his last name here on their Big Brother account. I think I remember saying that guy's name, right? I, I had two lawyers on here. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, yeah, there it is. Joseph Abden. All right. How about that call? I bet Joseph was, hey, man, your first alternate. So He's the like, Trump-loving oh. scientist who strips on America's Got Talent <laughs> has been replaced. <laughs> Joseph got the call. Uh, hey, Joseph, you're not going to believe this. We had to kick Marvin out. You're in, dude. Wait. All right, break time. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up a Wednesday show next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All right, wrapping up a Wednesday show. Back at it today. Smack dab in the middle of your work week now. Toby, TJ, and we're joined by Chris Plank. It's the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Good morning, Plank. What's up, T-Row? How are you, man? I'm good. How was your uh, How was your big weekend? It was good. It was good. It was nice to have. I'm not going to lie. The extra day was pretty special. We uh, we went to Sulphur and walked the, I say springs, but I don't know, the creeks or whatever it is, and had a little ice cream, had a good little family day, so ready to get back after the grind. I feel like, well, we got a couple weeks till Big 12 Media Day, so it's almost as if as soon as you get back from vacation what you're going next week on vacation uh this friday oh two days for now good call yeah Yeah. as soon as you get back we'll be uh left lane hammered out i figured there was a reason why i got the call to be a part of the women's clinic it's because you're out of town so (laughs) i'll take what i can get coming up next saturday but no 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 hey i'm i'm uh, i'm excited for you for that uh i do wish i could be a part of that because it sounds super cool um and i will be eager to hear your report on that yeah, I was, I was thinking to myself, I got a phone call about it, and my first thing was, what about, t-? and I'm like, oh, vacation for T-Row. All right, I'll gladly slide in. Let's go. <laughs> Trying to see if I can't get my wife to go to it and immerse herself in it, so it should be should be fun. Now, what is in Sulphur? What what did you do down there? Um, they have the, like, the creeks. It's, it's different. You can kind of, they say float them, but there's no floating. I mean, literally, you walk them, and it's kind of, it's kind of fun. There's a lot of, you can s- set up like a, a little- hike? Uh, in water, yeah, sure, sure. Put the water shoes on. Put the swim trunks on. I'm sure there's something more official as a name for it. I'm sure someone's like, "You're bot, you're botching the whole story of what people do on those things." Plank, get it straight. Literally, me, my wife, and my daughter walk the creeks. That's what we do. Saw a lot of neck tattoos. Okay. Right. A lot of people burning some blunts. But um, hey, you a lot know, of we neck tattoos. <laughs> we, uh, we we made our way through. It was it was fun. We have a blast every single time we go. Um, yeah, it's going to be. Oh, you've done this before. Oh, it's a, it's a regular. There's Turner Falls and there's Sulphur, and I don't. I'm not as big of a fan of Turner Falls as I am of going to Sulphur. And they got the huge hotel there um, that everyone wants to stay at. Can't its name escapes me it right starts now. With an a. It starts with an A. Uh, Arte- uh, Artesian. Yeah. Very good. Artesian, it's exit yeah. 55. I know that. You ever walk these creeks, TJ, down in Sulphur? I've never walked the creeks. I don't no. even know how we got the not, idea not, not, for it. Not sure I've heard of anybody walking the really? creeks of Sulphur. And maybe I'm, maybe that's something that my wife saw on Facebook and says we have to do it, and nobody does it, and we've just been suckered into it. It's cold. Apparently, the I'm neck intrigued. tattoo community knows about it. Hey, they've they've made it very or challenging spread. to park there. They've made it very <laughs> challenging to park there. 
But that was fun. We have a good time with it. Little Niagara. Little yes, Niagara, the that's what it's called. Us, yeah. There you go. That's what it's I called. I have heard of that. Okay, yes. Are there falls there? Yeah. Yeah, no, they're not massive. I mean, you're not. It's not like Turner Falls, at least what well, I've seen. That's why it's called Little Niagara. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's not. Uh, at least what I'm we've. I'm unaware of this. What we've researched. Never been to this part found. of the state. I think you dig it. I think you would like it. It's we go and there's a little ice cream ice cream pre- place that we go. It's the bed bedra or yeah, whatever the chocolate is. Language. Yeah, they always yeah. get our get our tasty treats and then you know, get out of town, get back. We home. walked the creek for about uh, five hours last year in Utah, Ooh. and uh, my feet. It took until January probably for my feet to recover. Oh, I'm hurt. I uh, I, I literally yeah. stepped in a hole, so I'm playing injured today. There's. There may be a Liz Frank fracture here, but we're gonna we're gonna Hollywood Brown this bad boy. We're gonna fight. Speaking of Liz Frank, how about uh, Chet Holmgren last night, huh? Dude, he looked great. Looked great. Um, looked very comfortable. He's got a little attitude to him. Wouldn't do the post game interview yeah, without yeah. his uh, without one of his teammates with him. So, hey man, mm-hmm. just don't follow the same path as former NBA summer league MVP Kevin Knox, and we're good. I mean, I think he's got a chance there to be pretty go. special. Here we go. That's Plank's way of saying everybody calm down. That's right. It was, it was one game. I do think it's one game against a bunch of guys who will be asking for your ID at a door here in about a month. So it's okay. He's going to you know. be fine. Chris, have a wonderful show today. Toby, enjoy what your Friday's tomorrow, so enjoy it, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah, very <sighs> Party much. on. All right, dude. Be good. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Very good. Thanks to you. Fine. Thanks to Parker Thune for joining us today. You find folks for listening as well. Don't forget. Watch Big Brother tonight. We do have the giveaway at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.